hello and welcome back to decaf diaries um i'm back after a two month long hiatus uh i'm very excited to be back i've missed the podcast i will say um there's many things i have to say many stories i have to tell uh some of which i'll catch you guys up on today uh but yeah many 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 good vibes and good energy coming back into this podcast i'm gonna get recording again uh that is not to say that i have not been recording throughout the summer i have i have a couple episodes lined up actually that i've edited and everything but um that felt a little too raw and premature to post at the time um i guess this is a good time to explain i was gone for two months because uh about a week after releasing my last episode which i have now taken down because i it's i didn't think it was some of my best work quite frankly it was uh not a great episode it was recorded really late at night uh and it just no longer makes sense to have it up so if you don't know what i'm talking about it was an episode with my now ex-boyfriend talking about um how to make relationships work in college and so obviously that just felt ironic and stupid uh, to keep up to some extent. Um, and so I felt comfortable taking it down. Uh, and so yeah, we broke up like a week after that episode went up. And then um, I was not doing so hot for a little bit. And I decided to just take the summer for myself. It's basically what I've been doing in all areas of my life, quite frankly. Um, trying to relax and reflect and have fun and enjoy life. Um, and enjoy little things and not stress myself out, uh, and not really pressure myself. It honestly, like, breakups suck regardless of when they happen, but I guess you could say it was sort of a good time. It was summer. It's not like I had a bunch of classes or exams or things that I had to keep up to, keep up with, I mean. Um, so yeah, it was, it was low-key somehow turned out to be good, um, timing. But yeah, basically that's why I was gone. I'm now back. I'm feeling a lot better. Um, a lot, a lot, a lot better. Not 100% yet, obviously, because um, like it was a year and a half long relationship. Like I can't expect to um, feel better emotionally, fix all the things, work through everything. And what it's been basically two months will be two months in like a couple days. Um, but still, I'm I'm proud of what I've accomplished uh, in the last couple of weeks, and how I've grown, how I feel about myself, how I view the world now, um, what has changed, so yeah, I'm doing better, and I'm back, and so now I thought it would be very appropriate to make this first episode a little compilation of anecdotes, if you will, um, about my summer, because I will tell you guys, this has definitely been the craziest summer I've had ever in my whole entire life without any doubts. Um, and you, if you had asked me three months ago, uh, if I even would consider that this would be a possibility for how my summer would turn out, I would say no. I'd say you're crazy. And I'd say, um, that I just couldn't view myself doing any of these things. But here I am, August 18th, uh, on a Friday, sitting on my bed in my apartment, about to tell you all these stories, um, I already, not even gonna lie, recorded this episode once, and it was good, it, like, honestly was sort of funny, but, 
Uh, I felt a little uncomfy. I don't know. I feel like I just sat down and started recording. So, oh, I got a new mic. I got a new mic yesterday. My friend Sada. Shout out Sada. I know she's listening to this. She's been waiting for me to put out an episode. So, hola Sada. Um, we went out. We went to Media Market and I bought a mic because before I had always been recording with my phone and the audio quality was shit. And so I bought a little mini portable a cutesy little microphone and I think it's gonna keep me wanting to podcast more uh keep me accountable you know and it just makes things easier and it's more fun I don't know I feel like I can take everything more seriously now so uh yeah so I'm recording on that um I forgot what I was even talking about just anecdotes about my summer yeah okay so we're just gonna jump right into it so basically my mom had been visiting for a couple weeks in June, and then the day she left, I actually got broken up with. So, that was rough, because to paint the picture for you guys, uh, I'd planned my summer around spending it with my then-suddenly ex-boyfriend. So, all my plans, all the things I wanted to do were based around him, which was a mistake on my part, but also, like, can you blame me? We'd been together for so long. There's no reason for me to believe that uh, I honestly didn't think we were about to break up so uh oh I was talking about the other episode that I recorded and why I didn't post it so I didn't feel comfortable with um some things that I said I don't know like uh I think sometimes I forget since my friends listen to this I just talk about whatever but I forget that this is like I'm posting this on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, so like literally anyone in the world can pull it up and listen to it uh and there's things that the whole world doesn't need to know about me like I like being vulnerable I think it's fun I'm proud of how uh, vulnerable I am as a person but I feel like uh I like that in a different context like one-on-one physically with people you know I don't know how I feel about that with like the internet you know, um, so I kind of put my thoughts down on paper and, um, like, actually wrote down what I want to talk about instead of just, like, starting to go on and on and on and on and record this really long episode of just, like, a bunch of things that people don't need to know about me and some funny stories in there, so yeah, so got broken up with, uh, actually that day I had just secured a summer job which was actually very convenient I literally owe that summer job everything it like somehow saved my life at that time so it was at this little gelato place in the really center of the city um I worked really shit hours actually I like most of my most of my shifts were eight hours and ended at 1 a.m unfortunately because um that's just like that place opened only in the afternoon and night but that was annoying because I'd have to get back home at like 1.30 in the morning. And while that might sound totally insane in the US, like here there's still people out, you know? But the area is kind of like a party area for really, really tourists. So I'll be walking out and people will be offering shots and like, you know, but at least I guess that's better than having it be super empty at that time. Um, but yeah, so this gelato place, since there's so many tourists in the area, I basically work in English like more than half of the time, which is fun. Uh, one of the first couple days there, actually, I'm going to start telling stories about the gelato place. One of the first couple days, um, I think it was the second day that I was actually working there, like with a contract. 
this group of american guys walks in and i've gotten so good at spotting where people are from like i don't even know why it's just the energy and the outfit the shoes really give it away the socks especially for guys american guys you can always tell because of the socks they haircut sometimes like the context you know so they walk in turns out that they knew like they grew up and were neighbors with a kid that i went to boarding school with which is just the strangest coincidence like some kids from north carolina who know someone i graduated high school with in massachusetts I'm running into on my second day of work in some random ice cream place in Madrid. I don't know, but it made me happy. I had a lot of moments with that sort of energy of like Americans being really sweet. People were always surprised that I could speak English without an accent. It was kind of funny. Like everyone always asked where I was from. Um, And so it just sort of became a monologue. I'll say the job was repetitive. I did the same things over and over and over again, of course, for eight hours and would say the same things. Do you want your receipt? Cash or card? Cone or cup? People also don't know how to order an ice cream. If you're listening to this right now, please sit down and like take a sec to take this in. So when you go to an ice cream place and you want to order, in your head, think of the flavor. First of all, this should not take you 25 minutes because you're not buying a house or a car or like deciding who you're going to marry you're picking your ice cream flavors right so should not be that hard then when you go to speak to the person please make sure you're speaking to them and not to the person next to you and just assuming that the person who's about to serve your ice cream is just listening by default because that is not usually how it works but speak to them uh and begin by telling them if you'd like a cup or a cone in which size because usually what would happen is people will come up to me and they'll say that they want vanilla and so that leaves me having to ask cone cup small medium large how many scoops any other flavor and it's just it's so annoying like it it should be such a simple thing to do but yeah that is my quick mini lesson on how to properly order an ice cream But anyways, back to what we were talking about. So, yeah, my ice cream place was great. I did not tell anyone uh, what I was going through. It was like a rough patch in my life because there were basically two weeks when all all I did was work. There was no one here who I knew aside from my ex-boyfriend, unfortunately, because uh, my family all lived somewhere else. No one was visiting at the time. And my friends, uh, most of my close friends live in the U.S., and then my friends from college were all home for the summer or like were traveling at the time. So I did not get a single hug in those first two weeks of my breakup. And I remember feeling so lonely. Like um, I'd have family call, friends call, which was amazing. I'll say I reconnected with a lot of people, which I really uh, appreciated. I was on FaceTime for many, many, many hours. Um, and it, I really learned to truly value these connections because I think I kind of lost some deep connections with some people I really appreciate during my relationship just because I was investing so much time in this one person um, and kind of forgetting to spend time and uh, show my appreciation for everyone else. So I remembered that for sure. Um, So these two weeks of mourning, let's call it, were sort of like a boot camp of like breakup processing like I was by myself for such long periods of time and I was so sad and lonely and like so alone honestly physically not emotionally or mentally I know people were there supporting me but physically I felt so isolated that I really think like it accelerated some 
processing thing for the breakup, which was helpful because it helped me uh, then feel much better faster afterwards. So yeah, um, something else about my job that I will say, aside from meeting nice people and having nice conversations, is that I got asked out a lot, which um, made for some really funny, awkward stories, for sure, but also um, was good because I've honestly never been the sort of girl to get a lot of uh, like male attention, if that makes sense. Like, It's not you know, there's always girls in high school who everyone knows, like, they're the pretty girl, and there's, like, six guys who, it's common knowledge, have a crush on them, and get asked out all the time, no, that was, um, never really me, like, usually I was the one having crushes on people, and the other people were not reciprocating, so right when we broke up, I had this feeling of, like, damn, what if I can't find someone else who likes me like this, or who appreciates me like this, takes care of me like this, um, And so I will say it was nice. It was funny, first of all, but it was also nice to get some attention. A bunch of guys would walk in and then it was also only the ones who I'd speak English with. I think maybe it's like that they feel some extra sense of comfort when they hear someone speaking English uh, while they've been traveling for so long. But they usually would ask for my Instagram and then DM me. And I actually don't think I ever ended up going out with any of them. But the very first guy who ever asked me out was this um, Canadian Portuguese guy. And I did think he looked sort of old, but in my head I was like, oh, he's in his 20s, whatever, like early 20s. Um, and he asked me to go out for coffee. And then I, at the end of my shift, I checked my Instagram and he had requested to follow me. He was 29 years old, you guys. I'm 19 for context. So he is 10 years older than I am, which respectfully, I think is too much. Um, It also just concerns me because I don't think I look 29 at all. So how did he walk in and see me and be like, huh, like this is someone that I could go on a date with. But regardless, um... I also got asked out. Two of the other memorable ones is one guy who had just graduated from MIT and was here doing some research. He was with like his aunt or something, and the aunt kept hyping him, hyping him up, and being like, "Yeah, full ride! Like he's so smart. This degree, double degree, whatever." Um, it was sort of sweet, but yeah, I never went out with him either. He left pretty soon after he. Um, after we met, you know, so I just didn't think it was worth it, and then this other guy, who was really strange, that one I will say was weird, he just walked in, and we're mid-conversation, I'm, like, being nice and polite, um, and he just says, so what are we doing tomorrow, I was like, what, what did you say, um, so yeah, that was weird, did not end up going out with him either, um, but, so it became a running joke amongst my co-workers who are also so sweet and nice like I appreciate them so much but they made it a joke that my job was basically my personal tinder it was sort of funny uh also my boss worked with me every single shift because she's like a crazy workaholic and she's really sweet but um that's just she just overworks herself so much so she'd tell me a bunch of stories turns out that last summer Addison Ray and her boyfriend went to her ice cream place multiple times and like my boss has pictures of them sitting at a table right in front of the cashier that's so off topic but I just think it's a random little fun fact about my my little um 
gelato place but yeah so I'm actually gonna keep working throughout the school year because it was such a good experience and I don't have that many classes and I think it's nice to have some extra cash on the side that I've made um myself so yeah I'm working way fewer hours unfortunately still the stupid graveyard shift but um it'll be fine and I'm probably gonna end up looking for another job that has more convenient hours and that's a little bit closer to my house but for now for now that will be good and so that's all I did for two very long sad weeks post breakup and then I got a text from one of my really good friends from boarding school uh who was like backpacking around Asia and was then in Europe uh like at some part of Italy and he actually bought a ticket to come visit me because I had texted him saying that I was so sad and I wasn't doing really well um and he wanted to see Spain. So he ended up coming and staying with me for like a week. And it was such a good experience, you guys. Like, I cannot stress this enough. I told him a bunch of times, but if he's listening to this, he of course knows who he is based on the context. Thank you for coming. Like, it literally was such an amazing time and such a good experience because we did so many things that I'd never done in the city. Uh, like, I just saw the city through new eyes and it really kickstarted. Um, like a new sort of like renewed uh I don't know it gave the summer a different sort of energy that I then kept going myself but like I wouldn't have been able to turn the page as um well as I did without his company uh it was just great to feel like there's this person who knew me really well and had known me since I was 15 years old here like uh accompanying me being really sweet and it was nice to have things to do places to go and things to see going out to dinner and like sort of getting out of the house because I had done none of that before like I literally remember I tried to go out to read like at the park or something and I just started crying so I couldn't I just couldn't sit I just felt a horrible discomfort being out by myself and it felt very wrong so I just never ended up doing it. So yeah, it was wonderful to have him here. It was such such a good experience. I was really sad when he left. But while he was here, one of my other really good friends, Allie, who I'm sure is listening to this, who I'm sorry we didn't get to call last night because I'd already gone to bed uh, and she's been backpacking for like a month. So I'm really excited to hear all her stories. She's going to hear a deeper deep dive <laughs> of my summer soon. Um... But yeah, she came with her family for a couple of days, so we went to dinner, we went out for drinks, um, and it was so nice to see her. I love and appreciate her so, 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 so much, um, and she genuinely feels like home, and her whole family feels so, like, I don't know, like, sweet and warm and kind and, like, fuzzy, nice feelings. I used to spend Thanksgiving with them almost every single year when I was at Deerfield, so it was so nice to see them. It really, it really did feel refreshing to be with these people after feeling so lonely for a couple days so that was amazing um and then right after that my first crazy um unexpected and sort of spontaneous thing that I did myself happened um and this is probably the most spontaneous thing I've ever done in my life actually so I was on dating apps just to see what was out there you know because I'd never, I'd never been on a dating app before, like, you know, so I was just curious, and I ended up matching with this guy who was American, of course, because apparently that's, I only get Americans, I only speak to Americans, ugh, 
we have to change that at some point because I'm living in Europe, but that's not the point. Um, so I matched with this American and it's this guy who just graduated from school in New York, a small school in Boston. You know what I'm talking about. Um, he was in, I don't know how much to say about him, but he was an athlete there and he was basically traveling around Europe with his roommate before going back to Texas to start, uh, to start working. <laughs> um, so yeah, so we connected and we were supposed to go out for drinks, but then I'm sitting with my friend Sarah, who again, the one who helped me, um, uh, buy this mic and who always listens to my episodes, which is so sweet. We're sitting at a coffee place and I got encouraged by her to text him and ask what they were doing that Friday before we got drinks because it's like one of the only days that I had off of work. So I did and to make a long story short, the next day I ended up meeting them at 10 a.m. at a train station to take a train to Toledo for a day trip. Um, I'd also like to clarify, this is not some, like it is sort of a random person, but we had a bunch of mutuals. So I really like, I stalked him thoroughly on LinkedIn and Instagram and like his school's website, uh, team roster and stuff, and we figured out that we knew a bunch of people in common, so it was not, like, please be safe, don't do this with, like, complete randoms, random people that you just find on the street, so I felt more comfortable knowing that we knew some of the same people. I also knew what high school he'd gone to, and I knew a couple kids who went there, too, um, in his hometown, like, I just, there were some connections there that made me feel more comfortable, so I met them, we went to Toledo, uh, I ended up, we, I was really late, so when we got on the train, I just got onto their wagon, even though mine was a different one, I hadn't even considered that that was gonna be an option, because when I was on trains in Italy, you could just sit wherever, like, it's not like it was assigned numbered seats, I think, um, so yeah, that was sort of awkward, I just sat somewhere and prayed that I didn't end up getting moved, but they sat somewhere else, because they sat in their actual assigned seats, um, they offered to switch with, like, the friend offered to switch with me so that I was sitting with the guy that I was technically on a date with, but it was a really short train ride, so I just let them sit together. We got to Toledo, and we just start walking around, um, and I honestly had such a good time. Like, all things considered, it went so much better than it could have just, I think, like, I used to have so much social anxiety that when I was in ninth grade in Colombia, like, it would give me so much stress and nervousness to go out to a party with kids that I'd known since I was four years old. So the fact that I was willing to put myself in this situation was just already showing so much growth that I'm now really um, proud of looking back on. But yeah, it was a great day. We went around, we had a lot of food, we talked non-stop literally the whole time we saw a bunch of old monuments and things oh this is so embarrassing but we went to the museum of torture and for some reason you know how people laugh at funerals because they're just uncomfortable so i walk into this museum of torture and i see all these outrageous things and i cannot stop laughing like i can't control myself but we're literally like Ah, oh, we're reading the history of these things. And I just turn around and see something that's even more outrageous than the last thing. Like, you guys should look up Judas's Cradle. Because um, these guys and I could not stop laughing, making stupid jokes about it. And, like, of course, it's like a torture device, so it shouldn't be funny. But just, it's so insane. Please look it up. Like, what the heck is that? Um, 
so yeah, that was probably one of the funniest things that happened during the day. We were there for way too long, honestly. Like, if you ever go to Toledo for a day, do not plan to be there for more than, like, six hours, seven at most. Um, we were at lunch for a while, and we even, like, sort of got dinner, and we still had a bunch of time left over. It was fun, though. We walked around. There were, like, these slushies that were Prosecco with, like, lemon whatever and it was delicious it was perfect for the heat so we walked around drinking those for a while um and that was great and we actually almost missed the train because we sat down and waited for so long that we kind of like fell asleep in our at our table like not actually but we were like I don't know it was so hot and we were so exhausted and we had to run like literally run down old historic steps and like through cars and like this little highway to make it back to the train station and my phone had died so thankfully they had my ticket um and we got got back on and I once again sat in the seat that was not mine but whoever was supposed to sit there actually came up to us and there's an empty seat right next to us so they just sat there um and it worked itself out but yeah that was my day in Toledo it was great it was awesome um I, like, by the time that we were at lunch, we were all talking about how it was weird that we felt like we'd known each other for years and we had met, like, four hours ago. So it was awesome. And it really uh, started this thing in my mind of, like, I have so much control over um, the way my life goes and how things turn out. And I, I don't know, like, I was trying to attract these good experiences into my life, like, manifesting all these good, happy moments. And that's what I was getting. And uh, it was such an out-of-character moment. And that's sort of when I decided, like, I don't want it to be out-of-character. Like, I want to do more things like this that make me really happy. Of course, being safe and careful and, you know, all of that. But uh, things that are out of the box for me that make me really happy and make really good stories. Like, literally doing things for the plot. So that's what that was, basically. Next, um, we basically have my dad, my mom came back to be in Spain for a little bit. She's not staying with me, but I've seen her a couple times. My dad came for a little trip. He was in Madrid for like a week, and then we went to the coast of Spain, um, but he went before me because I was working for like three days, and then I went to meet him at Valencia. So during that time, one of my friends from, I don't know, like... I've been trying to decide what to call him. Like, I guess we were friends at boarding school. I honestly just really liked him, sophomore year. Um, he was a year older, so he was a junior at the time. It was the first year that I was at Deerfield. I had a big fat crush on him. Um, he graduated, and we literally had not spoken in two years. Um, and so he was backpacking through Europe as well. And I found out that he was in Spain, so I texted him. Uh, and we kind of tried to plan meeting up, but he was like, I don't think I have time. Like, I'm just in Madrid for one night. So, sorry, but eventually he texted me, like, a couple days later, and he's like, okay, let's go to dinner. Like, I think it would be fun to hang out. Haven't seen each other in so long. So we did. So we ended up going to this, uh, restaurant, which is probably my favorite restaurant in Madrid now. It's called Felina, and it's Italian food, and it is ridiculously good, you guys. I had, uh, like, a cacio e pepe pasta, and they prepare it, like, in the wheel of cheese, so it's so melty and cheesy and delicious. The food was great. I probably, honestly, had too many drinks too quickly that night, and I remember when I stood up to go to the bathroom, like, I could not figure out how to get that door to open. It was, like, a weird sliding door that you had to, like, there's a hole that you had to 
put your hand through to pull, but I just, I couldn't, I couldn't figure it out, it was also dark, um, but anyways, I remember I went back, and we had ordered a lot of food, a lot of dessert, a lot of drinks, so I remember in my head, I was like, oh, we should split this, um, and I go back, and he had already paid for the whole thing, and I was like, that's so sweet, and so gentlemanly, but anyways, um, we then went to this rooftop to get drinks, um, it's called Azotea de las Bellas Artes, de Bellas Artes, I think, um, if you're ever in Madrid in this, like, sort of summery time, you should go, it's so beautiful, the drinks are amazing, the view is insane, uh, and it's a really good, like, vibe, so I honestly felt bad, he liked it so much, I felt bad that we hadn't gone earlier, um, because they're basically closing when we showed up, it was like a Monday or a Tuesday or something, so that makes sense, but uh, it was a really great time, and then after that, we were near where he had been, uh, staying in Madrid last time he was in the city, so we walked around for, like, hours, I think, in the dark in the city, well, not in the total dark, but, like, it was dark already, through the city, just talking, and I'm not even kidding when I tell you guys, like, I know so much about this man's life now, and I know so much about who he is, what he cares about, his values, from one night of talking nonstop, um, we became such good friends, like, it's not that now we're besties or anything, but, like, I genuinely feel like I got such a good grasp of who he is as a person, and I know him so well now, and I would say the same thing inversely, like, I think he got to know me really well, which was fun, because we had only ever probably, like, texted when we were at boarding school, or, like, said hi a couple times, but never actually hung out extensively and had long conversations, um, so yeah, it was so great to catch up, so, so, so great, I remember he also ended up going home kind of late, which I felt, well, to his hotel kind of late, which I felt bad about, because he kept talking about how he had been staying in hostels the whole trip, and this was the first time he was, he had, like, actually booked a hotel, because it was the last night, so he was trying to rest a lot, I felt so bad, I kept him out for such a long time, but it was totally worth it, and he almost missed his flight, I think, he texted me the next day, and he was, like, at breakfast or something, and realized that his flight actually left, I think it was two or three hours before he thought it had, uh, it was supposed to leave, so thankfully he made it, and he's now back in America, and we still talk every once in a while, but I don't know, the night was just nice, it also was very in line with my whole spontaneity, like, spontaneous journey, unexpected things happening right and left, and yeah, it was really, really fun. So then I went to the beach. I was resting, eating yummy food, drinking, having lots of dessert, and tanning, getting in the ocean for like four or five days, and it's exactly what I needed, and it was great and amazing, and I was very happy, um, and it was nice to see my dad. I hadn't seen him in like a year and a little bit, probably, so it was great, and then actually, so before I went to this beach trip, I went on a date with a guy who actually just texted me. That is so random. I just got a text from him. So I went on a date with him. I also met him, met him on a dating app. He was also American, of course, because what have we learned from this episode of not that? Um, I would once again like to clarify, we also had mutuals in the same way as the other guy from the Boston school. We knew a couple people we had a people a couple people that were in common. I knew what school he'd gone to. I knew what college he had just graduated from. Like 
I had a very good idea of who this guy was, and we'd been texting for a little bit, so we went on a tapas date near my house, um, and honestly, the vi- I know he's gonna listen to this because I followed him on the podcast Instagram, uh, hi, I hope you don't hate me for telling everyone about this, but whatever, we went on this little date, and honestly, my- vibe was that we were like friends but that was probably gonna be it i also i'm so stupid i took him to this place mind you he's american i took him to this place that's called taste of america which is just american food and snacks which like for me is so exciting and fun but like obviously he had just flown in from new york like he definitely did not care for twizzlers or gatorade and he was such a good sport and like pretended to have fun the whole time too so that was nice but that was before I went to the beach so once I came back I was like in this mindset of I'm going back to work my dad's leaving and like that's probably not gonna work out I think he also was only supposed to stay here for like a week in a couple days I think um but we went out again and we basically just kept going out and so until recently we were sort of I don't know how to put it. I feel like he's going to hate me for saying this, but we were sort of dating casually, which was fun. We'd hang out. We'd go out to dinner. We'd go out to drinks. We went to watch a movie. Um, we'd do like touristy things around the city. It was just, it was a really good time. Um, and it really was great for a couple reasons. First of all, he's such a cool guy. Like he genuinely is such a nice, cool, down to earth guy. Um, he's so kind, he's so smart, he's so driven, and all of these things were helpful in allowing me to realize that, like, first of all, I can move on from this past relationship, I can have something else that's really fun and great with other guys who are very different from this last guy that I was dating, um, and it also made some things very clear in my mind of what I want in a partner moving forward, like, I want someone who's really passionate. I want someone who's really driven. I want someone who has very clear interests um, and knows what they want and is really willing to work really hard for them because that inspires me and helps drive me. Um, I like uh, princess treatment, honestly. I don't, I've don't. i been trying to look for a different word in my head, but I can't find anything else. This guy is such, such a gentleman. Like, I cannot say how polite and nice and kind he is in that regard always um and he made me feel great and special and so well taken care of and I really enjoyed that um and it just like raised my standards I think greatly so it was awesome it was so nice to meet him it was so nice to spend time with him um and I genuinely do hope and think hopefully that we will continue being friends in the future because we just got along so well like to give you some perspective we'd be chilling waiting for like a dinner reservation and to pass the time we would be doing LSAT like the law school admissions test the American law school admission test uh like practice questions for fun so like yeah we were literally made to be friends and hang out and we had such a good time he's now back in the U.S. which is sort of sad I was sad when he left because um once again, I was like, oh, I'm going to be left alone, that sucks, I'm going to be sad, whatever, but it, like, it was what it needed to be, um, I needed that in that moment, and now I need to continue learning other things and to be alone, um, but it was just good, it was eye-opening, it made me really, really happy, um, 
and it was again like refreshing and it was a great part of my summer too it was like a highlight for sure um so yeah thank you you know who you are and I hope you're listening I feel like it'd be weird if you just start following me on this and never listen to any of the episodes I wonder if you'll tell me that you listen to this um but yeah we're also on great terms now which is nice like it's it's good that we were able to just be friends and we are going to be friends um, while you are far away and you're going to continue to send me pictures of all the food that you eat because we talked about food so much and ate so much good food. So yeah, the other big thing that happened this summer was one of my good friends, Lily, Lily, I know you're listening to this, came to stay with me for a week. She was doing summer classes in LA, finished that and then flew over to stay with me for sort of a week. Um, and it was such a good time. It felt like a really long sleepover, which is exactly the sort of girl time that I've been needing of, like, really intense, like, um, just hanging out with one of my friends. And we played We're Not Really Strangers. We watched movies. We watched Gossip Girl. We'd have, like, little dance karaoke parties at night. I felt sort of bad because I had to work eight hours a bunch of the days that she was here. But she was such a trooper and she figured out, she found things to do and, like, entertained herself. Um, and yeah, it was such, such an awesome, awesome, awesome time. So she's gone now, unfortunately, which also made me sad. Um, because I don't know, I'm just sort of left with this feeling a bunch of times this summer. I've been left with the feeling that like most of the people that I really love and care about aren't with me here. And that's sad. Like, I wish I was closer to more of them. Um, but I'm just trying to realize that, like, they are present, just not physically, if that makes sense. I have them very much so, um, in my life, just not, like, physically, they're not my neighbors or my, I don't know, like, I don't see them at school anymore, but that doesn't mean that they're not there. Um, so yeah, being with Lily was great. We had so many, like, eye-opening conversations about life after high school and how we're growing up, how we're changing, um like, what we're looking forward to in life, and our future path, which was great, like, it, we did a little bit of reflecting on what high school was like, but it was more, like, looking into the future, and, um, talking about our plans, which was exciting, and it was crazy to do with a friend that I've, again, known since I was 15 years old, like, I don't know, it was such a crazy experience, but it was wonderful, um, and, yeah, that basically leads me to the present, which is, I've spent, like, a couple days, I have another week left, I start school in 10 days, basically, my classes start in 10 days, um, and so I, in my head, I'm taking this time to do something a little different from what I've been doing this whole summer, I've been doing crazy, fun things the whole time, and now I'm sort of trying to draw it back a little, um, I think I need to process and reflect on everything that the summer has brought, uh, good and bad, um, how I've changed, how I've grown, I need to, uh, like, center myself before classes start, I really want to do very, very well academically this year, so I'd like to, um, like, regain my focus before going back into classes, and that's sort of what I'm doing, I want to restart this podcast, obviously, because that's what I'm doing right now, um, I want to start seeing my school friends who are coming back into town. I'm hanging out with Sada a lot because she's leaving. She's going back to Amsterdam. I'm so sad, but 
um, I'm excited for her, but I'm sad that she won't be here and we can't see each other as often as we have been because she's been a really big part of my summer. She's like sort of been my rock. I text her every time I feel anything positive or negative and she knows where I am at all times and it's great. We have such a good relationship. Um, she's probably gonna be in an episode soon because we've talked about it so much and I feel like we have to do it before she leaves. Um, but we could also, I'm gonna go visit her this fall in Amsterdam, so we could wait until then, but I want to record something now, so keep an eye out for that, that'll keep us accountable. Sara, this is me saying that we will record an episode soon, like, in the next couple days-ish, um, so yeah, thank you to her in general, I feel like I haven't said how grateful I am enough, um, but she's been such a, such a rock for me this summer, so yeah, um, so, I don't know, this, the little bit that I have left, I'm gonna spend next week with my mom at, like, a little country house tanning by the pool, and apparently there's a bunch of her friends who want to meet me, so I'm gonna be going into the town and getting drinks at this, like, little bar, it's called the Chiringuito, and, um, it just, I don't even know, it's, like, old people drinking there and, like, having fun, but their kids are there, and some of their kids are going to my university, so she wants to introduce me to a bunch of people, and I think it'll be fun, it'll be more of a Spanish, um, like, touch to my, to end my summer, and to begin my immersion back into full Spanish culture as I go back to college, um, but yeah, I'm focusing on a lot of self-care, I'm doing a lot of face masks, I'm doing a lot of beauty things, um, you know, sort of pampering and taking care of myself, focusing on school, as I said, really trying to immerse myself in the law, which sounds really stupid, but I feel like it will help my mindset if I, like, really buy into the whole, like, legal law student thing, so that's what I'm trying to do. I'm also starting to invest, which is crazy. I can't believe I'm saying that. I feel like I sound so stupid, but I've made some money this summer and I just have some money saved up and I want to start investing because I think even if it's very, very little money, um, it will create a good habit for me moving forward and I want to be financially literate. Like, that feels very important to me. So that's how I'm starting that. Um, yeah, I want to keep focusing on all the friendships that I've been fostering this summer. Like, I've been doing a really good job of keeping up with people and texting everyone and, and like, talking to people and keeping myself surrounded by really good friends and so I want to keep doing that I know it's harder when I go back to school and everyone goes back to school as well because everyone's busier but I'm gonna do it like it's one of my big goals for this year keeping really connected um I'm also gonna be traveling though I have a couple of trips hopefully lined up Amsterdam as I said um maybe one to London, and I have a couple people who I believe will be coming to visit me as well from the U.S. and from other places. I'm also considering a big Thanksgiving trip that might actually not be the week of, week of Thanksgiving because I have a couple days off before, but my school, despite being all in English and, like, focused on, like, an American education system-ish, um, it doesn't give us Thanksgiving break, so I don't have an actual break from August 28th to, like, December 23rd or something, which is crazy. So I'm giving myself my own break. I'm taking some days off of school for myself. Um, so yeah, I hope I can go to the U.S. for that. I think I have friends visiting in Christmas, too. I'm turning 20. Um, so yeah, 
it's gonna be an exciting fall semester for sure. I'm excited to get into that fall spirit too. Like, the summer's been great, but oh my god, it is so hot. I literally melt every time I leave, even in my house with air conditioning on. Like, it is not enough. It is so hot here. It's, like, almost unbearable. I still don't know Fahrenheit. So, in Celsius, there's days that it's gone up to 42 or 43 degrees, which is actual hell. Like, it is horrendous. Physically horrendous. I cannot bear it any longer. So, I'm excited for it to start getting colder. I want to wear sweaters. I want to wear pants. Um, I want to wear a scarf, you know? Like, I'm ready for that all to come back. And I want to rewatch Gossip Girl. Um... Oh my god, I'm watching Gossip Girl right now. I want to rewatch Gilmore Girls for the hundredth time in the fall because I think it'll be so aesthetic and perfect. Um, so yeah, those are all things that I'm looking forward to. Um, and you guys should look to this podcast uh, going strong in the future. I do not plan on giving up or stopping anytime soon i have a bunch of really good ideas for episodes coming up i also have the episodes that i recorded this summer a lot of which are me crying and like talking about how i'm feeling sad and what i'm doing and oh how i'm gonna get out of that rut sort of energy um that i'll probably edit and consider posting in the future uh i don't know they're really really like raw and vulnerable and i feel like it's sort of awkward but i'll look into that because i think some people might learn from the things that I was figuring out at the time, uh, but yeah, I feel like this is a good, this is a good way of saying that I'm back, I'm back, and I'm here to stay, um, and thank you guys for listening to this episode, if you've listened to the whole thing, I'm sorry, I've been talking for so long, um, I hope you enjoyed the episode, my little catch-up, a couple of my stories, um, I hope you guys had a good summer, too, And I hope you're ready to go back to school because it's going to be a rough one. Hopefully not super rough, but school's always a little rough, especially law school. So, yeah. Um, But yeah, thanks for listening to this episode. I love you guys. um, And get excited for things that are coming because I'm super excited too. So yeah, I'll see you next week. Um, Bye. Thank you.